0: Okay, good evening. It's uh, 8.04, 8.04 in Yerushalayim, and uh, we're learning the parash of Ayase. I'm going to try to say something about the story of Yaakov leaving Eretz This It's a story that I always had difficulty, and I was a little afraid of trying to teach it in this kind of situation. But, you know, I'm going to take a chance. We're gonna to try to learn something that I think is actually very difficult. I hope you see you see the Pasuk. You see the Pasuk. Let me just try to get it first. Okay, told me mi Bereshava, vayelicharana. Beershava is kind of is south of Jerusalem, kind of in the middle, the middle of Eretz Yisrael. Harana Charana is up to the north and east. You go into someplace in Iraq. It, so that was the trip he was about to take, which would take him from a point in Eretz Yisrael to a point in Haran in some foreign country. And Haran was a major intersection. I mean, if you traveled slowly and you had horses and camels, so you had to go from one point where you could get food and water to another point where you could get food and water. So these these paths were fairly well organized and known. So that's what Yaakov, that's what Yaakov tried to uh started to do. So the Pesach says, Rashi, uh, you see the Rashi is in the parallel column. Since Yitzchak his father, didn't want him to marry a girl, a local girl, a girl from Kenan. So Esav, the son of Yitzchak, went to Yishmael. And then there was another story. Esav saw that Yaakov had a good a good deal here. So, what Rashi is trying to say, trying to explain to us that the Torah really has a path, has a, a system of how to present information. And it started out from Yaakov, and then it went to Esau, then it went back to Yaakov. And that's fine. That's what, don't, don't, don't think that there's any kind of confusion here. Now, Rashi goes back to the first Pasuk. VaYetz Yacob beBeShava, Lo Yatzurich Lichtov Ella VaYelech Yaakov Charana. That's a good point. What would we have lost if the first pasuk of this of the of the parasha would have been by VaYelech Charana, that Yaakov went to Charan? Of course, because to of Charan, to he had to leave wherever he was, right? Lo Yatzurich Lichtov Ella why does he did he mention the fact that he left When a tzaddik when leaves a place it the imprint his imprint remains in that place it's like it like hovers it hovers he's not there but he's the memory of him is there. the The fact that he was there, and so, bagidchi itziat zaddik mina makom aser roshem shebizman shat zaddik ba'ir who hoda who 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 adara he is the the great presence of the town as long as he is there. Yet Samisham, when he leaves Panahoda, hoda panazivav panah and there's also a pasuk uh, in in Megillat Rut which is which is similar. So so Rashi, what Rashi is explaining. What Rashi is explaining is that the, the pasuk is not simply uh, added material of no particular significance, but the words va'yetzei Yaakov mi the reason they are included is to tell us that that was a big deal. You can't imagine that the people in 'er Be'er would not notice that Yaakov is leaving. Yaakov was a person of such singular importance that they definitely wanted to see him in that that place. Then Rashi says, Let me see if, nevertheless, I can do it. Yeah, uh, request. Hmm. So here we have Ayeda Charana. Ayeda Charana. Yatzaala Kharan. Kharan na in Hebrew that kinda ah of ending means two. He went to Haran. He went to Haran. V'lama'ez ki yetziat, I'm sorry, so For some reason I can't. Uh, Ezra, are you still there? I'm having trouble moving it up just a little bit. Ezra? Stop video. Mute. Is it mute? I'm here. I can't move it up, but I don't know if, um, if you hear. Up or it's down? Right. It's only on top. You want to move it down? Up, 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 up no, the other way. Yeah. Is okay. Okay, that's good. No, no, a little okay. back, back up, back up. Yeah, that that's it. In, in, okay. in Any event in any event, uh, the Pasuk says, okay, that's it. That that he came to a place, a some place which is not mentioned in the in the Pasuk itself. He went to sleep because the sun went down, it was nighttime. I mean, a lot of kind of de- details that, that connect us to the hotel that uh, he was staying in. He slept over there. He slept over there. It it was nighttime. He took one of the stones. From one of the stones, he found in that place. When he went to sleep, this pasuk is like totally prosaic, totally. You could write about anybody who was camping out, right for the night. I mean, ya- Yaakov, Yaakov took one of the stone. He bought a shemish, it was nighttime. He took a stone, he put it under his head, and he went to sleep in that place. Rashi re-educates us. Rashi says, first of all, if you Makom, if you see Makom. The pasuk didn't tell us where the place that this is all happening is. Ella ba Rashi says. Well, if you read the pasuk carefully, it does tell you where he was. I'm sorry, the previous pasuk, pasuk eleven. By if gab makom, ba makom is not in any old place, but it's in the place that's called Makom, and which is the place that is called Makom? We remember when Avram took Yitzchak. God told him, you'll, you'll know the place. You'll know the place to get to the place. So Rashi says that's where he was. That's where Yaakov was. He wasn't just in any old place. But when he was in a, re- in a real place. And 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 it's important to understand that Rashi, in this case, is teaching us how to read. He says, What do you mean, by makom, by makom? So Rashi says it means that it's the place which is called Makom. Now you know that in the Lashon of Chazal, God is also called Hamakom, the place, the place indicating, indicating that finding a place for God in the created world was a major objective of Am Yisrael in the, in the generations. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov are called by Chazal the Merkava. The Merkabah the is a chariot, the chariot of the Avot. The chariot of the Avot means that in some mystical way, I mean, we maybe can't imagine it exactly, but we can think it, that God had a place on the chariot that was, they were on the back, God was on the backs of Avram and Yisrael and Yaakov. And here, Rashi says, Yaakov was in the Makom. He was in the place where the following vision could only happen. Say only in that place. There's no other place. So Raji says, Makom, right makom The word makom is used also in another place to indicate a place. We're talking about Har the place that the Beit HaMikdash is going to be built. that Avram Avinu, would see the place HaMakom at a great distance. At a distance. So so the story takes a turn according to Rashi. Where does the story take a turn? With the word Makom. So now everything is different. Everything is different. Now we have to say, BaHashemesh. All of those words mean something because we know that the place that we're talking about is a special place. Ezra, can you scroll it up a little? Uh, you see those words, Kiva Shevish? Hay Rashi, Hayayu Lehtova Yavashevish. The post should have said, And the sun went down. Instead it says, because it's went down. Kideshi Yalin Sham. I'm sorry, Kiva Shevish, Mashishakal Khamapit Om Sheloba Avonata Kideshi Sheyalin Sham Ba Onata. That it was not really the time for the sun to set, but it set miraculously so that Yaakov would lie down and go to sleep. It's as though nature said to Yaakov, you better go to sleep. There's something that you're gonna get in a dream that you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. Pasuk Yud Sulam there's a ladder that is standing somehow on the land, on the land. V'hidei Hashem Yudkei Vavkei Nitzavala. God is on the ladder. Bayoma Ani Hashem Elkei Avraham Avicha. God introduces himself and says, I am Yudkei Vavkei, the God of Avram, your father, the God of Yitzchak. This is a packed, I mean, kind of pasuk. What's God doing on top of the, the ladder? the previous pasuk. you'd bet again. There's a ladder and the ladder is starts at the ground and goes up to heaven, the ladder. The angels are going up and going down. Benei Hashem and God is fixed somehow on top of the ladder. By God the God of you, of Abraham the God of Yitzhak. and I would this is what I have to say. Ha'aretz the land Asheratashu Cheva Lelechat Now this is not a new piece of information, but there's that kind of that addition, it says the land that you're lying upon. What what was lying upon got to do with anything. I mean, it's true that he's lying. It's true that he's sleeping. It's true that he gets this all in a dream. But what does sleeping have to do with receiving the land? What what does it have to do with receiving the land? So, Kiba Hashem Mishraj explained. It was a special event. It became dark. And he had to go to sleep, but not because it was the time for going to sleep, right? He took the stone. V'asem me rashotav, Asam. Asa'am Rashi says, Kamin mirzev saviv l'rosho, sh'aya yarei chayot raot, Shayaya yarei m'pnei chayot raot, he was afraid. Of the wild animals, so he built himself a kind of a dike or a, a, a something that surrounded his head. Also, it's plural. Plural. Maybe that's where Rashi gets it from. Now listen to this medrash that Rashi thinks we have to know, and Rashi says that the stones. Started fighting with each other. One said, I want to be the pillow for the righteous Yaakov and he'll put his head on me. Can you scroll it up a little bit? Uh? okay this is what the positive means when it says later on he took the stone he took the stone the stone which was now the combination of stones it's not so hard to create a metaphor out of the stone a stone is something that's hard and harsh and and is often used in warfare but in warfare, one stone won't do it. One stone made up of many stones. Oh, that sounds like peace to me. And We know that Shalom is a very important notion when it comes to God's relationship to, to the world, to the created world. There is such a... So this is, this is, uh, this is Yaakov. And God says again, "Aretz, Asherat at the end of Pasukim Gimel, Asherat Shohevet Le'alach tenel is aracha." Let's look at the Rashi now. Let's just, you scroll it up uh, Ezra. Let's say, let's say. No, up, uh, the other way, down. More, a little more. Okay, Olim See, Olim the the angels went up and went down. Olim That's how the Pesach reads. The angels went up and then they went down. Malachim yotzim and they went up to heaven. The angels that protected Yaakov and Eretz Kenan, they can't leave the country. Even though Yaakov is leaving the country, and their job was to protect Yaakov, but they can't do it. There are angels that are designated to protect him in uh, in Eretz Yisrael. The Yerdu uh, Malache Chutzalaretim, and then the angels that dominate outside of Eretz Canaan, they went down to to go with him. L'lavo tov. Nitzav God is Nitzav Le shomro, says God will protect him. Don't worry about the angels. You have the protection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Elohei Yitzchak, Okay, this is a, a special notion that Rashi has usually you don't say the name. when somebody is alive, al Here Yitzhak is mentioned the because he couldn't see that well. And you can't see, you're not really, you're not really there. Uh, Ray, who can make, he's like a dead person. The person you can't see is like a dead person. There's no negative inclinations uh, that he has. So, here we are, we're like a, it's really a tremendous event. You know when Avram went down to Mitzrayim, it didn't have this event. When Yitzchak Avidu went to the king of the Tlishtim, also didn't have such an event. It's only Yaakov Avido that undergoes this tremendous event and the, and the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Uh, if we could scroll up again, uh, scroll up again, please. Ezra, can we scroll up? Yeah, uh, no, the other way. I want to see the Chumash. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so here we have in Pasuk, uh, we're up to Pasuk Tetzayin. Zion. Tetzayin. Zion. Yaakov And Yaakov woke up. Vayomer i mean he woke up meaning it's not just a dream he actually saw these things he saw them first in a dream but then he woke up and he says kids uh, yakov and yakov made the following remarkable statement Achein yesh Hashem hazeh. god is here in this place Makom, you remember, is a specific place. It has a name, but the Torah doesn't have to name it because we know what it is. It's Haram-Moriah, we know that. I know that God appears to Abraham, to Yitzchak, and also to Yaakov, and they can discuss things and they can receive direction But when God is not talking, then you can't say that God is by Makom Hazare. The Shiddush of Yaakov was that for Yaakov, he realized he was asleep and then he woke up and he realized that there is a Makom. There's a Makom where God is always available. And that place where God is always available is where Hashem nitzav al sulam, where God is protecting Yaakov from above, from the sulam, protecting Yaakov from the from the sulam. Even if God is not talking to me, even if God is not, I'm not responding. God's demand. And he was consumed with fear from the presence of God. This is a bayit, and the bayit has a sha'ar, a gate. There's a house and there's a gate, but there's no house. There's no gate, but he means in the manner of a house. Where God is ever present, that's what a house is. It's where you could go and find God. God is there. That's the Beit Hamikdash. That's the Beit Hamikdash. I mean, you could pray any place, but never as good as in the Beit Hamikdash. You could pray any place, but that's a special place. He called the place that he was in, Beit El, Ulam Luz, Shema So here we have a separate problem. Here we have a separate problem of where was he exactly? Rashi said that he was in Haram Uriah. The Pasuk seems to say that he was in Beit El, which is north. And so there has to be some kind of resolution of these two of these two points. And so the way it's resolved in Rashi, is that the ladder kind of stretched from Be'er Sheva to Yerushalayim to Beitel, and so everything is included. The latter is the the thing that ties everybody everybody together. But I would like to focus on this statement that Yaakov made. Yaakov made, yomar Pasuk This is, is the house, this is the gate, the gate is the place that you go into, you go into the house through the gate. It's the gate that brings you right to heaven, right with the angels, that's how Yaakov understood it, and that, of course, in the future, there would be a bayat called the Beit HaMikdash, and that bayat would have Sha'arim gates, and it would be possible to go into that bayat and go through the Sha'arim and receive, receive the, that closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is offered, that is offered in this case. One more Pasuk, one more Pasuk, by by Kachata Evanshah, Samirashotav, that stone that indicates peace, Yasemotamat Seva, and he used it to construct a structure like a mizbeach, like an altar, by Itzok Shemen al Rosha. Okay, let's turn the page. Let's turn the page. Okay great great perfect perfect there's a pasuk when abraham his comes into eretz israel by abraham abraham rets admicom schem divided up by Avraham abraham rets Admekom Shechem, when abraham video came into eretz israel the first place he went to was the city of Shechem. Which, of course, we would rather he went to the city of Jerusalem, but apparently that was not an option. Then it says Ad Makom Shem, Ad elon Moreh. Shem and elon Moreh are similar places. Finally, it says Maknani, what does that have to do with anything? What does it have to do with anything? So let's look quickly at Rashi. He went into Eretz and Adma Shem. Why did he go to Shem? So Rashi says, You know, there's going to be a story that, 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 that Dina and Shem and Chamor, and there's going to be a fight. So he went to Eretz Shechem, to, to, to the city of Shem for some strange reason, according to Rashi. Rashi, Abraham Avinu wanted to daven for B'nai Yaakov said all to do that, and they were going to. The problem would come up in Shchem. He felt he had to go to Shchem to daven. Alon Moreh, Alon Mare, We all know there's a place today. There's a yeshuv called Alon Moreh, who's Shchem near Shchem. Right, Shchem? Outside of Shechem, you have Har-Gurizim and Haribal. That's where the 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 blessing and the curses were, were granted to B'nai Yisrael. Keep the Torah, everything will be good. Deny the Torah, everything will be will be bad. Then finally, you have this last phrase: "Va'knani as va'aretz, ayaholech for Eretz Israel, Mizaros shall shame me." That Eretz Yisrael was conquered, taken away. From the 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 family of Shem, she bechelkosel Shem and naflaq shechalak Noach et eretz liban. Noach gave the land out to his uh, children, so it was uh, Shem that got Eretz Canaan. Shnei amar umakitzedek melech so, uh, so meaning that somehow the ownership over Eretz Israel was in doubt at that time. The ownership was in that doubt at that time. Okay, I can't go into that. Do You'll remember it. Let's look at the Ramban. What was Avram Avinu doing in Shechem? Rashi says Avram Avinu went to Shechem to Daven. But we, it's hard for us to know what that means. Why couldn't he Daven wherever? I mean, why does he have to go to Shechem to Daven about something that's going to happen in the future, in the future in Shechem? But you could daven for something to happen in the future any place. I mean, it's not like uh, not happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. So Rashi said this. O Malikakhlal, I want to tell you a rule. Davinotobikol Hapar Shiyota Baot Bi Inyan Abraham Yitzhak And this rule is appropriate for everything that you learn about Avraham Yitzchak, and Yaakov. It's a great idea. It's Kiru Raboteinu Biderk Tsarao, our the Rabbanim, the Kha Mentioned it briefly. Vamru quoting the Talmud, Kol Siman Ma Siman Whatever happens to the avot that's recorded in the Torah, of course, is something that's going to recur, and and it's part of the. It's already part of the history of the banim. You remember Avraham Avinu went to Shechem about something that hadn't happened yet. That would happen, and therefore he doubled in in, in Shechem. Here, Rashi, uh, the Ramban says, siman And therefore, we know that that's the reason that the Torah tells us stories. Stories are after all mikrim; they are accidents. They just happen to happen. They might you might be able to learn something from these stories, but the story itself is, is just something that happened to be. And so the Torah tells us these stories. And the Ramban himself, in his introduction to his commentary on the Torah, the Ramban himself says, these stories that the Torah tells us, I mean, they, they teach us ethical values. They teach us, definition of, of chesed and staka and you know they all these stories that teaches these things but here the rabban takes a different a different path and he says he says avot they determine the future now how do they determine the future or is there any other kind of hint at this idea of The the Torah tells us stories. And anybody who learns the Torah would imagine to himself, he won't say it out loud, that these are unnecessary. There's no point in, in telling these stories or learning them. They all come to teach us something about the future. Is our own. Because when something happens to one of the Avot, we know... That it's going to somehow affect his children, his progeny by what it is that happened to him. He says, whatever, whenever there's a kind of determination by the angels, Irin are angels, the angels, El Paul So Firstly, the angel could think about it. Like he imagines it. He says, "Oh, in another, in another short while, there's going to be the Babylonian exile," like Eryaw and the said. Right? There's going to he just said it. But then, after that, El Paul de Mayon, he does something, which enables him, which enables him to kind of uh, visualize his future the future that he said so so take Meow. we started with Yir the Yirmiyaw the Yirmiyaw said there's going to be an exile and the exile will be 50 years along came Khadany ben Azur and Chadanye ben Azur said no it's only going to be two years and he he went around with a with a yoke on his, on his head and, and Yirmiyaw went over and broke it to show that somehow his Prophecy was, was the greater. And, and that was a principle of prophecy. when uh, the when the prophecy leaves the the realm of of thinking, of thought and becomes sort of pragmatic <inaudible> So then we know that it's definitely going to happen. That's definitely going to happen. Again, if the prophet says something, so we know that it might happen. But it might not happen, for example, if the Prophet says, the Prophet says, you're going to be punished. So well, we don't know we're going to be punished, maybe they'll do tshuva and punishment will not be appropriate. you remember about Ninvei and Yona, And Yonah went and he said, Oslo Yom, Ninvei another 30 days, and you're all donors. What happened? They all did tshuva. They, their families, the animals, They all did tshuva, and Nidveh was saved. So it's not true that what the prophet says always happens. Sometimes the prophet says things, and they don't happen. However, if the prophecy is accompanied by a ma'aseh, by an action, then according to the Ramban, that according to the Ramban, that prophecy is fulfilled. So here we have Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is a little, probably a little confused about his role in all this. He received the bracha from his father, and the bracha from his father, the bracha of Abraham, is Eretz Israel, the land of Israel, and the progeny, children and grandchildren. Here is Esau, who is certainly doesn't seem to be an upright kind of fellow. He is married to one of Ishmael's daughters and he is vowed to destroy Yaakov. And Yaakov, Yaakov is accepting the advice of his parents, is preparing to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to the land of their relatives in So I would imagine that Yaakov was kind of confused about his own role in this process of creating the nation of Israel. And here he is, he's running away, he's running to the land that Avram Avinu said to Eliezer, if she doesn't wanna come, don't bring my son Yitzhak there in any event. Never, never bring him there. And of course, Yaakov knew this. there is Yaakov running away to the same people that Avraham told Eliezer never to bring his son to that place. So on the way, on the way Yaakov stopped off at a place and God showed him that Eretzkenan is special and promised him that he would bring him back to Eretzkenan and that promise came along with an action and the action was either the dream or the fact that the stones were all became with the various stones that were arguing about Yaakov, all turned into one single solid stone, something that could only be done by the hand of God. And the Ramban helps us to understand that the prophecy that was granted to Yaakov is not the kind of prophecy that is variable, that might change, that can be undone, no, it's not that at all, but the prophecy that was granted to Yaakov was immutable, unchangeable. It had to do with the Beit Hamikdash, with seeing God at the head of the the uh, sulam forever, and in turn guaranteeing to Yaakov that he would be granted, he would granted to return to Eretz. And that he would take his place, his role, as one of the avot. And now we have a definition, according to the Ramban, at least, for avot. Avot are the ones who determined the future. They determined how Am Israel would be because Of course, it doesn't mean that every person, that everybody. We understand that every person has to be careful with their own deeds. With their own desires but as they say in israel and overall we know how it will turn out and we know that from Yaakov Avinu from his dream from the stones from his awareness have a good Shabbos